Hey y'all, I'm Kua. And this is Kendra. And this is the Black Gems Dive In Podcast. Podcast about inclusive cultures and everything DEI. Hey, Kua. Hey, Kendra. We're back for another episode. Another episode of the Black Gems Dive In Podcast. Yes, yes. So we've had a break for a little bit, yeah. um, but it's been a good break. It's been a healthy break, and so sure. we're back at it. And uh, I apologize for my voice because I don't know who I've been yelling at, but <laughs> it's going in and out. <laughs> so raspy, I apologize. A little, little raspy. You know, it may be the weather, but yeah. Yeah, and hopefully this weather is changing up a little bit because I know I feel like we get little glimpses of sun. And it's just like, ooh, we, we on the way, and then all of a sudden, here comes the snow. Okay. What did they say that meme where it's like fake winter fake or fake spring, then winter, and then real winter, and then fake spring again or whatever it is? Yeah, so, and secret um, winter yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm ready for, I mean, daylight savings just happened, yep. so we'll have some more sun, yep. which I'm excited about. Yep. Be outside a little bit more. Yeah, and the sun's been setting a lot later, so that's nice. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for spring. Me too. I Me know. too. Yeah. Lots of change. You know, spring is a good season for change. Yes. Lots of things are changing and happening yeah. and can't wait to talk about more about that um in future episodes yeah episode. you know? absolutely so let's dive right on in yes dive, dive right in. on in i know to the hot topic um and so we were just discussing there's been a lot of things that are happening mm -hmm. in the dei world mm -hmm. um and most recently i think a lot of dei being under attack right yes. like there's been a lot of conversations i know in the tech space around like DEI being sometimes the first to go. Mm -hmm. and, and when, you know, when budgets happen, there's been yep. layoffs in different industries as well. And so what does that look like yeah. right now? Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with number one, right? Um, you know, we go back to 2020, and everyone's mm -hmm. like, we need DEI, we need DEI. And so now they're quote unquote trimming the fat or a lot of roles are being merged into mm. two. Mm -hmm. So DEI is being absorbed into employee engagement or right. other areas where people can now do two roles when we know it's not effective, right? Yeah. The other side of it is when these organizations exist in certain states, mm. we see that there are statewide policies coming down from the top, really looking at DEI policy and saying, mm, maybe you can't do that, you can't do this. So we saw it in education. It's mm. the same trend we saw in yeah, education yeah. years ago where they started banding books and all those things. Now you're starting to see it happen to organizations yeah. where they can't do certain things. So speaking of um, some of those changes that are happening, I know mm -hmm. one of the, in terms of our hot topic, we had talked about those states and yep. certain states that are having those conversations. And then you remember, you know, Prior to the Biden administration, there was a lot of conversations around DEI, yep. banning at the federal level as it relates to um, using contractors yep. to teach these things. That was all reversed when Biden took office. But now you're starting to see states, you know, bring about those yes. same conversations. Yep. So uh, the GRIO actually talked about a college board votes to abolish diversity, equity and inclusion office. And so it says trustees picked by Republican Governor Ron DeSantis uh, to oversee New College of Florida, voted Tuesday to abolish its small office that handles diversity, equity, and inclusion programs targeted by uh, conservatives throughout the state university system. So the votes came in from those trustees. Mm -hmm. It was 9-3 to three to get rid of the school's Office of Outreach and Inclusive Excellence, uh, which four full-time staff positions were, and they had to be transferred elsewhere to vacant jobs. Um, the board also voted to permit interim president Richard Corcoran to consider ending a single online mandatory employee diversity training program that few actually take. So few yeah, people few, take it yes. to begin with, yep. 
but we're going to abolish that yep. um, right out. And so they also talked about just DEI bureaucracy and what it is. Mm-hmm. I think the student body president, Grace Keenan, who's also a trustee, was not appointed by DeSantis, mm-hmm. said that any DEI practices we have here are all about inclusion. We don't discriminate against anyone here. Um, although they're relatively small programs, some of the seven new trustees at the historically progressive college said it was important to take a stand on issues they believe cause discrimination based on racial gender, LGBTQ, and other group identities, rather than focusing on a student, faculty, or staff member's individual merit. And so there was, this one was actually appointed by DeSantis and said that he, I think it's important that we take a position, uh, said trustee Christopher Rufo, a conservative activist on education issues nationally. It's essential to say we are taking this mandate seriously. That's a lot. It was a lot. We are seeing that the whole thing about, you know, discrimination that comes up a lot. Like when you're looking at reverse discrimination claims that yeah. are coming up, yeah. people are saying that you're making me feel bad. You're putting me into these classes yep. or these trainings. And so reverse discrimination, I think, is something that is you just see that's bubbling up to the top from a legal from aspect? a legal aspect. Okay. Yep, yeah. you're seeing yeah. them in courts and from especially from a state level. Um, but yeah, you have you know government officials are trying to regulate these laws yeah. and they're going down into schools and you know and I think it's also instilling fear into mm-hmm. people. So they mm-hmm. say like if you do do it, do you mm-hmm. get fired? Like all mm-hmm. these different mm-hmm. things, right? Mm-hmm. So it it is a lot. It's a lot, and I'm wondering, you know, like what. What are the implications of this as well, right? Because already, and you see in the article, it mentioned few people were even taking it to begin with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so looking for reasons to kind of just cut it out ultimately altogether. Like, what does that mean for these organizations and colleges? And so you're starting to see voices rise up Mm -hmm. um, at the college level. I think there's a lot to consider there. But um, I think the larger statement is really what you have to take a look at. Like, what's really at the root? Of pushing this fear, I think you're right. I think fear. I mean, we talk about this all the time. Yeah. Fear is at the root of a lot of DEI. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because also too, we know we talk about privilege, we talk about power, mm-hmm. and people feel like they're giving up, they're giving up something, and so they have to protect it. It's mm-hmm. human nature, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So whether it's DEI, whether it's whatever the case may be, the way that humans react out of fear mm-hmm. is that they hold on to something. Um, that they feel that is valuable to them, that to, yeah. for them to survive and thrive. Yeah. So that's where I think, I mean, we see it in political rhetoric all the time, mm-hmm. the fear, and not just in DEI in general, we see that fear is being put into people. And so for them to react is like, okay, well, now they have to hold on tight yeah. to something, right? And I think that's also like the othering that you're seeing happen mm-hmm. in this space as well. Like, ultimately, I know we often talk about like the curb cut effect and yep. how that came out of the... Um, the ADA mm-hmm. Disability Act yep. in terms of how do you solve for the people who have the most issues yep. and how essentially when you solve for those folks, everyone benefits, yes. right? And so even at the root of these conversations around DEI, mm-hmm. what you're essentially trying to do is solve for the people who have it the hardest mm-hmm. and how that will impact everyone in a positive way. So right. now when it's under attack, you know, where is the focus to make things better for people? Where is the focus to really push the narrative around you know, how you create environments where people thrive. And I don't know if that's going to exist. I don't know. It'll be curious to see if there's like a case study out there about it. Um, Because obviously this is not just a a issue within the United States. We see it other places. That's why you talk about colorism, all those different things. Right. And so it'll be interesting to see if, you know, if you could test this in a smaller community, see what happens. Right. Um, But going off of that as well, we Mm -hmm. see in, in other States. So governor Greg Abbott, 
tell state agencies to stop considering diversity in hiring. Mm. So um, recently, Governor Greg Abbott's office is warning state agency and public university leaders this week that the use of diversity, equity, inclusion initiatives, policies that support groups that have been historically underrepresented mm-hmm. or discriminated against is illegal in hiring. In a memo written a few weeks ago and obtained um, by, by news uh, stations, Abbott's chief of staff, um, Gardner, P- Gardner Pete, told agency leaders that using DEI policy violates federal and state employment laws and mm-hmm. hiring cannot be based on factors other than merit. So I'm just going to pause there, right? Yeah. So other than merit, right? So when we're talking about legacy, when we're talking about hmm. um, all these programs, like we see it even at the college level hmm. where people say, my dad went to this school, my my uncle went to yeah. this school, my yeah. mother went to this school. Yeah. That's not necessarily based on merit. No. You know, so I feel like when you're talking about, you know, for university leaders, all these different things. Many people are not getting into colleges sure. based off of merit. Sure. And also, too, what we're, we're not talking about is the attack on affirmative action as well. Yeah. So all these things kind of go hand in hand. But um, I found it interesting that they were saying it cannot be, uh, you know, based on other than merit. Um, going on to say um, DI initiatives illegally discriminate against certain demographic groups, though he did not specify which ones he was, he was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it, the last thing it says, diversity, equity, inclusion is a moniker used for policies developed to provide guidance in workplaces, um, government agencies, and college campuses intended to increase representation. Um, DI policies can include resources for underrepresented groups, um, specifically disabled LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. Um, and then it says the governor's direct represented the, the latest effort by Republican leaders fighting back against policies and academic disciplines that Republicans nationwide have deemed woke DEI um, along with critical race theory, which we've seen um, come up Mm -hmm. frequently Mm -hmm. has been a target of conservatives who argue that white people are being unfairly treated or characterized in schools and workplaces. So again, it's the fear, right? It's that fear that's coming up. Um, you know, it's woke practices based off of merit, and you can read between the lines of what that lines of what that says. Yeah, I think you can. And I, I know, you know, this whole notion of woke even, and, and I know we've had conversations around what that actually means, because I, I like to clarify things, yep. right? Like, yep. so when people use terminology, er, any training that we've done in the past, we start with shared language. Let's mm-hmm. start with shared language to understand what we're actually talking yep. about. Because when people say different terms, like, what does woke mean to you? Right. Right. Like what does woke mean to you? And I know that that's been a term that's now been co-opted to talk through different lenses of of what that really Mm -hmm. means. So these woke DEI initiatives, but it's like, do you understand at the core, these initiatives essentially help everyone in an organization. It's, there's a focus on looking at the folks that have the most difficulty, but ultimately everyone can benefit Mm -hmm. from it. And so to your point and it being based on fear, I think there's realness behind that. Um, but to hear, to hear around this merit concept, I think you Mm -hmm. even bring up a really great point, right? Like at the end of the day, we know that that's not always been the case. And it it makes me think about a post I saw on Instagram where I think they were talking about historically black colleges and universities. And there were comments under the picture that says, well, why, why does this even need to exist? Of course. You know, like why, why do you need to have a separate, uh, organization, not organization, but separate university or college for black people? And it's like, well... If you knew history, you knew that black people could not attend right. regular institutions, right. you know, in terms of discrimination. And you think about Jim Crow and all these concepts. Yep. So there had to be a creation of these schools because yep. we weren't allowed to, yep. you know, attend 
a regular yeah. university. You exactly. know what I mean? So I think even from that notion of education understanding, there's a lack of that that's happening in this mm-hmm. country. It's under attack. Um, and at this point in time, I think people really have to put a, a stake in the ground and say, listen, we need to make sure that we're educated and keeping abreast of everything that's happening. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. It's, it's going to be interesting, interesting, especially because we know elections are coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you're starting to see people declare um, and put their their name in the, in the hat about, you know, running for president. And so it's it's going to be interesting. I listen to NPR every morning and mm-hmm. uh, eyes are on Iowa right now, the Iowa caucus. Mm. Um, so you're starting to see that's becoming a, a battleground right now. Okay. Um, and some of the things that they're talking about and putting at the forefront. So just, you know, we always got to keep our eye on it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was our hot topic. I know it was a lot, but, you know, it's really interesting just to see the ebbs and flows of DEI and right. how is it changing and um, how do we keep up with the time. So, yeah. yeah. So, but going on and uh, talking about our main topic, yeah. the Oscars. Did you get a chance to talk to see the Listen, Oscars? Listen, I, I watched some of the Oscars I can say that it was a little boring. It was a little dry. It was dry. You know, there were some highlights of the Oscars. And I know we're going to dive deep yes. into those conversations. Yes. But, um, yeah, I you know, ever since, and, and I don't remember what year that was, but you remember the conversation and the hashtag Oscar So White, yep. right? And so there was a lot of conversation around how people of color weren't being meaningfully represented right? Um, or winning awards even mm-hmm, at, mm-hmm. at the Oscars, right? Yep. And so when you think about what that looks like now, has that changed? Is that the same? I know there's some even hot topics within this topic there's that so we're going to discuss, um, but it's just really, it's really interesting how things have shifted. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I watched some of it, but. So let me ask you this. Yeah. So, you know, I watch a lot of award shows throughout the year, and I will say that I do look forward to, like, the Oscars, mm-hmm. the Emmys, you mm-hmm. know, the Tonys, those things, I like the right? Grammys. I love the Grammys the as Grammys. well. Yeah. Um, so we talk about the, the EGOT status all the yeah, time, right? Yeah. So those are really the four that at least I pay attention to. We do see, like, BT Awards, the Image mm-hmm. Awards, mm-hmm. NAACP. NAACP, yep. Um, you know, but people really fixate on these, you know, these awards such yeah. as the Oscars. And so, you know, for me, I tuned in, I got my popcorn ready. Okay. But then I had to think about why is that? Why yeah. do I set time aside to watch the Oscars, right? And I enjoy it. I love watching movies and things like that. But to your point, right, um, really seeing, like, the shift in the Oscars throughout the years. Um, I remember even watching, I think it was the Emmys this year. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, this year and uh, Gerard Carmichael. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Who I absolutely love. Yeah. He is hilarious. Yeah. But he made a joke to say, "I'm only here because I'm black, right? Yeah. I'm the host because yeah. I'm black, right?" Yeah. So you're starting to see this shift. And there were some changes in the, the Oscars have made. Um, you know, you're starting to see even now that uh, the awards are opening up to more a worldwide mm-hmm. audience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is great, right? You're seeing some historic history being made, which we'll talk about yeah. as well. Um, but, you know, I'm glad that the Oscars were called out a few years ago. You yeah, know? I think it, it shifted the conversation and the notion. Now, how much has changed? I think that's that's a bigger conversation yeah. to have, right? Like, we know that they were, they were called out in some sense, but we're still seeing the same conversation happen. Now, I love to watch these shows because I'm also still on Twitter. Yep. I think that's showing my age. You know, they, they talk about millennials on Twitter. <laughs> but I like to go on Twitter and just see mm-hmm. what other people are talking mm-hmm. about and, and getting a notion of, of what others feel at the same time mm-hmm. that we're watching it. So there were a couple moments yes. that kind of stood out to me in this year's Oscars. What was the first one? 
I mean, okay. Let's start there. We have a list, y'all. We got what a list. The, what was the first one? Okay, so the first one being all this conversation around Angela Bassett, mm-hmm. right? And so Angela Bassett, I, I mean, come on. She's been... Hey, auntie. Hey, auntie. You know, she's been <laughs> out here for a very long time, killing mm-hmm. it in all these different roles. And so they talked about um, Angela, and this was this a supporting... The best supporting actress. Best supporting actress category. Um, and so she was nominated for... Black Panther, mm-hmm. right, in mm-hmm. her role in Black Panther. And knowing how much of a a fixture that movie was, mm-hmm. you know, for black community, for honestly everybody, yep. right? Like it's a big movie, Marvel movie. We know how yep. big those things are. And so everyone was fixated on that specific category. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis yep. ended up winning that yep. Oscar. Mm-hmm. What do we think about that? That dynamic, because there were some other dynamics that were at play in talking about reactions. Yeah, which I think we can dive it, we'll, yeah. dive deeper into as well. So Jamie Lee Curtis won for the movie Everything Everywhere at Once. Is that what called Everything yes. Everywhere at Once? Yeah. And so that movie was highly anticipated of yep. winning a lot yep. of awards yep. from sound to production to the actors that were involved. And so um, they were almost in every category when you were watching it. And um, and so, I mean, when Jamie Lee Curtis won, I, w- I was shocked. I was surprised, yeah. right? And you know how they fixate on every nominee. Everyone's clapping, and Angela Bassett was sitting there, right? And so, for me, it's like, okay, I, n- I, I didn't think anything of it. I don't think I did either. At the time, I did not think yeah, anything of it. Yeah, yeah. But we know with social media and people really talking about it. The Twitter responses was Twitter. See, I'm not on Twitter. The Twitter responses were Twitter. Okay, what was Twitter So Twitter was just, they couldn't believe it, right? Mm -hmm. Like there was a lot of um, disbelief because they talked about that specific role, how Mm -hmm. late it was in the movie, um, how the role was very, it was a very small role. And they were saying for all of, you know, because Jamie Lee Curtis, don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. She has a great discography behind Mm -hmm. her as well, right? in terms of what that looks like, but they they talked about that specific role and yeah. how because it was so small and who she portrayed in that in that movie, yeah. you know, they just felt like there were other people even in that category, even outside of Angela, right. that should have won that. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's a lot of conversation around like, dang, this this role is really small. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when they honed in on, on Angela Bassett, you yeah. know, she 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 didn't applaud right away um you know and she was she had a look of a confusion which you know was it confusion though according to social media okay. it was a confusion but more so of um more stoic i sto- thought it was yeah. stoic like you know and Just but like, that leaves the discussion of well right you know how are black women yeah you know at the end of the day we are all human right and sometimes the um Facial expressions, body language of black women can be taken out of context. Yes. And I think police and as police, well. Yes. You know, to, yes. for, for lack of better words, I think you're absolutely right. Um, we think about some of these like resting B face, yes. right? That's something that people talk about in Notion. We know that there's notions of like angry black woman. And yep. this, these are some of the underlying currents yep. that I think are really out there because you started to see. You know, people also call out, well, why didn't she stand up and clap? That's right. that sore loser, wrong for her, mm-hmm. you know, really honing in on that emotion. And and mind you, this is live. So yep. you're sitting there, you're maybe anticipating an award, and yep. your immediate response is like, oh, wow, like, you know, 
dad. Right, right. Right? Yep. And and all the lights and cameras are on you in that moment. And yep. now people have created this whole narrative. nuance and narrative mm-hmm. of, of what is actually going right. on. Right. And again, I keep saying she's human, right? I don't I can't remember exactly what she was nominated for bef- uh, before this this year as Wasn't well. Wasn't it What's Love Got to but Do With was, It? Yeah, What's Love Got to Do With It? Yeah. She didn't receive, obviously, yeah. an award for that. But Angela Bassett has some movies y'all yeah she has some yeah, movies and yeah. so she's human she's allowed to yeah. sit in that emotion and feeling right. um because other people have done it but it wasn't highlighted yeah right yeah um so you're right the the policing of you know of, of black women we know that you know we speak with our hands sometimes we our voices can be elevated but again angry black woman yeah. you got to be careful yeah. for yeah. with her you know so those those things are out there um and you know, I think the media. That's, that's scrutiny in general, right? Like, I think even from, it makes me think about other conversations we've had around, like, even politics, right? And how women are more scrutinized. Like, color aside, mm-hmm. there's just a, a larger scrutiny around women in terms of your emotions and what that yeah. looks like. Because on one end, oh, you're too emotional. Or mm-hmm. on the other end, oh, you're not emotional enough. In yep. this case, oh, my gosh, you're not clapping and standing up and mm-hmm. cheering for someone else to win when you poured your blood, sweat, and tears into a role in yes. terms of what that meant, yes. right? And so I think in this case and notion, there's just a lot to kind of sit back and, and, and think about. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the other things that I think came up on on Twitter, at least, what I was watching was, oh, this is a legacy win. Yes. Was it legacy? What was the term they used? Like, I think it was legacy or... I think it's like, yeah, like a legacy. legacy yep. win yep. for uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. You know, she's aging, she deserves her flowers. And then when you sat back, like people started to look at some of the stats. They're the same age. They're both 64 yep, years old, yep. right? Like, and they've both had long histories mm-hmm. of of acting and yep. being actresses. And so when you kind of put it toe-to-toe, I don't know if a legacy win really is yeah. is what's happening because that could be the same said for Angela. You right, know, right, for real. right, right. And then we talk about, we take a step back, right? Again, talking about why, you know, society... We elevate, you know, the Oscars and we yeah, elevate yeah, these award shows. Yeah, yeah. But we know for the community, like I said, you have those the BT awards, you have the Image Awards, yeah. um, you have these these other, um, you know, honorary um, award shows, and it's just like, why isn't that put on the pedestal? Why isn't that looked at as you know something special? Yeah. yeah. Because I love watching it too. Because you always gonna get some inspiration. Right. You know, whether it's Angela, right, giving that inspiration, right. and sometimes now that I think about it. They also maybe be talking about themselves too, or talking to themselves, yeah, right? Giving yeah. themselves some inspiration, like, okay, when I go out to the Oscars or Tonys or or whatever, right? I need to also just say, I'm I'm a queen. I, I right. deserve this, right. Right? right? And so, just thinking about why do we put those things, you know, on that pedestal as well? I think so. From what I'm, and this is listen, all this is based on Twitter, so I don't know, <laughs> you know, like Twitter, but information that people right. have also put out there, right? So. They talk about the relevance and the importance mm-hmm. of some of these awards mm-hmm. and the connection back to, for people who have won Tonys, for people who have won Oscars, their trajectory after such a win yep. increases dramatically. Yep. So your earning potential changes. Um, your status mm-hmm. changes because now you're award winning and yep. what that looks like. And so there is, there's merit to getting these. There's also um, the recognition that goes along yep. with that. And I think 
just from a potential standpoint, it means something. You're always going to be Oscar award winning right. Jamie Lee Curtis. Right. That's how you're introduced right. moving forward. Right, right. So it is that that prestige. And and so, you know, outside of Angela Bassett, Basket, Bassett, sorry, he would yeah. talk today, and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, when I was looking at the Oscars, you know, I had to take a step back. In the first half, I was really like, wow, mm-hmm. this is a really a worldwide yeah, stage. Yes, yes. You yeah, know, whereas yeah. previously many of these movies, documentaries, yeah. short films would have never made yeah, the big stage. So true. for that, I was really excited to see. Yeah. Um, I really want to dive into the movie RRR, mm-hmm. which looks like a, a Bollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they won many uh, awards, including, I think it was a musical or the song Natu Natu. Okay. I'm saying that right. But it looked beautiful. I mean, yeah. those things, like yeah. for them to do a performance on stage, right. that would have never happened years ago. Right. right? So things like that. Um, there was another documentary about um, the humanity between or the humanity elements between um human and an, an elephant so and like going oh, back yeah. to like yeah, yeah. um going back to just just being one with nature right which looked beautiful that won an award and it was a woman from india who literally was like mom i made it like right, right you know so right. seeing those things because now that has elevated their career it's a huge stage it and let's be stage. real it's a huge stage um that that to your point on a global scale, we're, mm-hmm. we're recognizing film and, yep. you know, the background in that. I think it, it means something. We know it means something yep. to, to win that, and that's why it's so elevated. But I think the conversation is also the awards that are like the FUBU awards. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah. say FUBU for us, by us. Yeah. Like when you think about BET and the relevance of that, just in the same notion as starting historically black colleges and universities, yep. you had to start some of those because – you know, right. historically, we weren't recognized right. in that way. So when you have your BET Awards, your NAACP Image Awards, it was to validate us right. in these moments. Right. Um, but then you started to see those same artists not necessarily giving it that same clout. It yes. meant something when Beyonce or Jay-Z would attend the BET Awards yep. and, like, the relevance of that. But now I think because people have gotten those, it's almost like they've, and I don't want to like just put words in people's mouths, but it's almost minimized to a certain yeah. degree because now we're aspiring for this larger stage. Yeah. Um, but it still has its importance and yeah. relevance there too. Yeah. Or they'll know? show up on a screen, or we'll be like, "Yeah, right." Be there. <laughs> and if she does, right? Wait, what? Beyonce right. came to BT Awards, right? You know? Exactly. So, exactly. Um, but yeah, that, and, and you know, and the, and the last thing I, I think about too is that with these award shows, um, specifically the EGOTs of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to change, right? It, it has to change because the way that we ingest information, um, the way that we view movies, it's mm-hmm. not just going to movie theaters, looking at all these streaming um, platforms from Netflix to Paramount to whatever you true. stream, right? Very true. And so people have access to different ways of getting um, their their work content and workout out there yeah, yeah. and yeah. so now you have and you don't have to like let me do a pitch to Warner Brothers let me do a pitch yeah, to Paramount yeah. so you YouTube, YouTube right <laughs> and you see that even that's I think how Issa Rae started right yeah, right yeah. and so you I mean it's, it's going to change it has to right, change right? right and so I'm excited to see what it's going to look like in a few years me too and I think you know we also discussed there were some major highlights that happened mm-hmm. at, at this Oscars mm-hmm. right so um, in the 95 years of his yes. existence, the first Asian woman yep. won an Oscar, Michelle Yeoh, yep. um, for everything. Every, everything, everywhere. Everywhere, all at once. once. Yep. Um, so she won, and how 
major that was, and they mm-hmm. won a lot of awards yep. um, for that film. We also saw the black woman, Ruth Carter, Ruth Carter, who was a costume designer. This is her second second Oscar for the for the same franchise too. By the way, for um, cause same she, category, same category, but she won the first time for Black Panther. Oh, okay. And then okay. she won again for Black Panther. Okay, yep. and so she's the first black woman to win two. Yes. Oscars. Yes. Right. And so you think about the the longevity of this award. The first Asian woman. Yeah. In ninety five years. Yes. First. Yes. We're still celebrating first, yep. right? Yep. And and the significance behind that. And so, granted, I, I feel conflicted because on one end it's just like yes, we 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 need this representation shown to show all the little Asian mm-hmm. kids that this is possible, right? Yes. Like you can strive for this, and now you've seen somebody do it, and you can mm-hmm. do this too. And it's the same thing, like, we have those conversations yeah. around. But then at the same time, there is a notion out there, like, who cares? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. this is their life work. So obviously they care. Yeah. Yeah. But people are just saying, like, how much emphasis are we putting on this? Well, we saw you the know? same night the Oscars were happening that Denzel Washington and Spike Lee were at a next game. Next game. <laughs> so, Look. I mean, and they were talking about Spike Lee at the Oscars about how his cinematography was yeah. just yeah. unique in the way that he did things. And they highlighted Denzel as right. well right. and Malcolm X and they're eating popcorn <laughs> <laughs> at the, the next game. Court so. side at court, the next game. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think there's a lot to kind of consider in that space, yeah. but I don't want to minimize it like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Because it obviously means something, mm-hmm. and the trajectory mm-hmm. for where people go after yeah. they win means something yeah. as well. Yeah. But let's also celebrate and continue to celebrate our NAACP yes. Image Awards and our BET, our BET Awards. Awards yes. By the way, is it true Tyler Perry bought BET? I know there's some conversations around really? it. Bought that, B- that they're not buying a, BET. Aren't they a part of Viacom? So he took just BT out and bought it separately? I don't know. I know there's conversations around it, so we'll have to report on that huh. next time. Yeah. Okay, so, Tyler Perry. Listen, Tyler is moving on up I, to the east side. I know. I, man, Tyler Perry, he got, that Oprah, he got that Oprah money. Well, you know, he started, <laughs> he started from the bottom, and now, now he, he is here. You know? So, anyway, I think there's a lot to kind of discuss and kind of branch out in that. But what do y'all think? We want to hear from our yeah. listeners and engage Talk with y'all. Talk to us, y'all, on social media. Right. You know, what really curious. Yeah, so. What do y'all think? Yeah. Yeah. Should Angela had smiled a little bit? Like, are we... She, Angela was okay. She was fine. She was okay. I agree. She was absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, and her husband, Courtney, looked at her like, you okay? You're you're fine. <laughs> and then you also saw Michael B. Jordan and... Yes. Um, why am I? Well, Jonathan, Jonathan Majors. Yes. <laughs> who also acknowledged her when they came up and said, hey, auntie, hey, we auntie. love you. Yep. We see you. Yep. You know, yep. just to let you know, yeah, we know that what these awards is like, mm-hmm. but we still see you and we yeah. celebrate you and acknowledge you. And Michael B. So. Jordan doing his thing, too. Listen, Night. and so is Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, yeah. He's coming yeah. out. He's supposed to be playing, um, I forgot the, uh, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, but in he's also a Marvel biopic. movie, so he's doing yeah, his thing, too. Yeah, his thing. Doing yeah, his thing. yeah, yeah, so. Ever since Lovecraft Country, y'all. <sighs> Man. I gotta watch it again. I'm so mad they canceled but. that. Anyways, that's a whole nother. Anyways, gem of the day. I don't, I don't have any gems right now, I'll start. y'all. Yeah, I go ahead. Start. I'm going to say, you know, I think we've said this before, you know, and there's a lot of transitions and things that are happening in life right now. Um, but do it scared. That's that's Ooh. the motto, right? Do it scared. There's a lot of things um, that I've contemplated for a long time and jumping, diving headfirst, um, knowing that your faith can carry you, I mm-hmm. think knowing that you have the support systems ready. And so if mm-hmm. you're contemplating maybe a big move or, you know, something, do it scared. 
It was scary. scary. I like that. Yeah. I think also, too, something we talk about all the time is, you know, we talk about manifesting and mm. things like that. And you and I have had one-on-one conversations about how the the plans and moves you're making now, you've manifested that years ago. You've, Absolutely. You've wrote about it in your journal. Absolutely. You've prayed about it. you fasted about Absolutely. it. I mean, I mean, we're both faith-based people, right? Right, right. And so when you're literally looking back and saying, like, three years ago I wrote about this or mm. four years ago I talked about mm. this and that was actually happening, mm. put in the work. Like, there's so many people out there who want to be entrepreneurs. There's so many people out there who want to, um, you know, scale up in, in terms of, or level of, I should say, in terms yeah. of career and all that. It doesn't happen overnight. Right. It does not happen overnight. There's nights where Koo and I talking at 1 a.m. Like, girl, what you doing up? Right. I'm just finishing this girl, proposal on this real laptop. quick. On this laptop. Let me open up this laptop, right? right? What are you doing on Sunday night? Let me open up this laptop, right? right? right. And so those things don't happen overnight. Yeah. You know, um, you may see the glamour of social media and all those like things. But, success. But it's, it's yeah. work, and it takes years, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, do it. But the fruits, the fruits be, you know, they be there. Yeah. Be there after yeah. you put in the work. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Things, things are coming about, you I'm know, excited for you, girl. I'm excited. So we'll have some more stuff to talk about yeah. in the near future. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, y'all. Hit us up. Yes. Let us know what y'all want to hear what about. Y'all talk about. We got some big things coming up we too. Do. Like that's all I got to say. We're on Amplify still, we're so still make sure you we're download still Amplify. Amplify. Absolutely. So, but we have some good things coming up this year. I'm really excited for yeah, it. It's a great partnership. So, right. Yeah. To be continued. Y'all. Yes. To Absolutely. be continued. But all right, cool. All right. Peace, y'all. Bye.